Happy New Year. It is the first Shit Chat episode of 2023. Three. Three. 2023. God, I'm going to have to get used to that. <laughs> uh, and I've got with me a guest who's been on the podcast many times in a slightly more serious manner. So it's nice to have you back for a chatty episode. Fix Meldrew. Yay, I'm here. We're bringing you just the general conversations that we have whenever we hang out. And now it's yeah. going to be committed to recording forevermore. Yes, for many people to... Uh, scrutinised good 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 I'm joking it's nice to shit chat episodes actually because you don't really have to promise any value mm. and if someone does something off the back of it that's wrong you're like well it's just a shit chat episode <laughs> wasn't meant <laughs> to be useful <laughs> literally I think we're adding a disclaimer at the start of the episodes it's going to be like these episodes are not intended for use mm. please don't expect anything good yeah thank you yeah, yeah I wish I could just come with that disclaimer really just in general yeah yeah <laughs> Whatever I say, please don't put it into place because if it doesn't work, don't hold me accountable. Just don't listen to anything I say. Yeah, ever. Basically that. <laughs> Happy 2023. Yeah. How are we feeling? Feeling good. I'm, well, I, I would like to say I'm well rested after the uh, Christmas break, but we are, in truth, <laughs> fixed. <laughs> Sorry to ruin the illusion. Recording this on December the 2nd. So I am well rested. I've watched a lot of Harry Potter. I, I ate you like manifesting yeah. at the moment. Okay, love that. I got a Dyson Airwrap. Um, do you think oh my gosh okay this is fun this is fun because we're not have had Christmas yet no what do you think you're getting for Christmas definitely not a Dyson Airwrap um, oh no <laughs> my husband's really good at doing like experiencey things so it might be like a spa break or lovely musical or a day out or something like that although one year he did get me a ladyship huh so he bought me like an acre of Scottish land so now I can officially be a lady. Shut up. Yeah. Do you use that? No. Oh. <laughs> you have to like register it. You have to like go through changing all your passport name and everything. Technically, I am a lady. Lady. <gasps> Sorry, um, I've been I've been mis yeah. misnaming you this whole time. Yeah. I don't know why he did that. He named a star after us once as well. He, like he does like like cute little weird things like that. That's really um, cute. I never quite so, understand yeah. the naming a star thing because. Mm. Who who owns those? Like, no one owns those stars. Yeah, well, that I is, do. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> that's a genius business model. Someone just woke yeah. up one day and wrote, we're going to monopolize stars. Yeah. No one owns them. We now own them. Do you ever remember that pixel thing? No. So somebody created a picture online and it had like a thousand pixels and then they sold each pixel for like a thousand, which huh? made, makes a million. And people just bought their own pixel so this was before like the nft somebody who's listening can correct me on like the prices and the amounts but before the days of nft you bought this pixel as part of this picture this is wild yeah i was like what a genius business idea and then you just have a pixel that's it don't do anything with it. but that's like nfts isn't it i suppose yeah i what don't do really do understand it? nfts yeah i was tempted to make one at one point just for lols and then very glad that i didn't because yeah. uh seems that that has tanked slightly well we're in 2023 now who knows true anything could happen <laughs> oh my gosh what if like a big world event has happened between now and when this episode goes out and we just have no clue we would just not be able to air it yeah we'd have to scrap start again i feel that way about the episodes that we pre-recorded before covid mm. we actually didn't put any of them out because mm. it was at that point in the pandemic do you remember when everyone thought it was gonna last for two weeks yeah so we did this whole series of like two weeks how to make it through yeah. and then obviously two weeks in it it wasn't two weeks yeah so yeah we had to scrap that one oh, slightly gosh. tone deaf but you never know at the time no. that's the thing that's true well let's just hope that nothing eventful happens in the next few weeks yeah because we've been through enough over the last couple of years yeah and we could just do with having very lazy christmases of just I agree. Very stress-free <laughs> That, Calm Christmases. I'm here for that. That's my prediction for my Christmas, I think. Lots of time spent in the bath, mm -hmm. drinking wine, on TikTok. Mm -hmm. 
I think that's about it, really. Who cooks the Christmas dinner? Me. Oh, wow. Yeah. You cook the Christmas dinner? Yeah, you weren't expecting that, were so you? So there's like waffles and plain chicken. <laughs> and chicken nuggets and Derek <laughs> Dunkers. Yeah, it's actually one of my hidden talents. I need to know what's on the menu. So we are going roast chicken because I don't like turkey. Oh. I just think it's a bit dry. I mean, I'm sure you can cook turkey well, but when my family have turkey, we have turkey crown. Oh, yeah. But I like the dark meat. Ooh. Like, I like the, the moist meat, yeah, you yeah. know, like the leg and the yeah. thigh. Like, oh, yeah. Like the fatty bit, basically. Yeah. So I've always been fussy. And my mum would make me a chicken and mm. my family turkey. <laughs> so then when I started taking over Christmas dinner, I was like, right, we're all just having chicken. Mm-hmm. And it was a bit of an accident that I took it over, actually, because it was like, I don't know why I keep bringing up COVID. It's honestly, I'm just going <laughs> to She's not over it, guys. that one back in. <laughs> but it was the Christmas where it was all the tear mm. nonsense. And the only way my family and I could be together over Christmas was everyone came to me. Yeah. There was this weird loophole. I can't remember what something worked out the way where my location was mm. the only one that would allow us all to be together. Oh, yeah. So I hosted and I was like, well, I'll cook, guys. No mm. worries. And then um, it's just stuck ever since. So yeah, we're having chicken. I like to do a garlicky, lemony chicken. Oh, yeah. Really nice. Basically put a whole thing of butter on it. Of course. So <laughs> much butter. Roast potatoes, which I think you're... I feel like we're similar vibe with roast potatoes. We really put in the effort. Yeah, None absolutely. of this, like, Aunt Bessie's from a bag. No. It is the full how, how many? This is key because I hate going to a pub for a roast because you only ever get in three roast potatoes. Yeah. If you're cooking, how many do you try and give for so everyone? So I do mine quite small because uh-huh. I like a crunchy, yeah. like I really like the crunch. I think you're averaging in my household about eight each. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm on Good board. numbers. Yeah. Because there's nothing more crushing than when you go to someone else's house. Happens a lot, actually. Red shirt man's family, lovely. Always cook us a roast if we're there at the weekend. But it's just not the same if it's not your family's no. roast because you can't steal all the food and you, yeah. you just have to hold back a bit. And you mm. never want to hold back the roast dinner. Never. So yeah, we're going to have roasties. Yorkshire puddings, mm-hmm. which I think are a staple in every roast. Agreed. Christmas or non. Yeah. And also people are like, oh, you shouldn't have Yorkshire pudding if you're not having beef. I'm having Yorkshire puddings. Yorkshire pudding. I'll have a Yorkshire pudding on its own. Yeah. I don't need meat even. No. That's a meal in itself. Yeah. And then mashed potato, which is a bit rogue, but we just... Mash and roast. Yeah, yeah. So we're like... I'm loving this. The the triple threat of um, carbs. I think we have like bread sauce, cranberry Mm -hmm. sauce. Normally do the veg quite basic, just Mm -hmm. because at that point I can't really be asked. Um, Am I missing anything? Gravy? Gravy stuffing? Pigs in blankets. Oh yeah, pigs in blankets always. Yeah. Yeah. We actually taste test them in the weeks running up for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So we've done M&S ones so far and I think we're trying Tesco ones next week. I think the M&S ones are the best. And the M&S stuffing as well. That's what we usually get. Because it's like a meatier stuffing. It's not like a pack so crumbly jobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the proper stuffing. Proper stuff. Um, Sage and like herby, herby sagey. Sagey onion. Very good. But the M&S pigs in blankets for me just, Mm. they're the best. M&S Christmas food, they know what they're doing. They do. Stunning. In the Benham household, we do a Christmas taste test. So we actually did it last weekend, so in November, but a few, month, few months ago, and people are listening to this. Um, and mum buys in loads of the Christmassy stuff. So what did we have? We had like these little duck wraps, oh. little like mini um, Yorkshire puddings with beef in them, oh. mini shepherd's pie. It's delicious. I mean, we have actually just eaten as well. So we're not even hungry when we're talking about this. We are just this dedicated to Christmas I'd say food. Athlete. Yeah. Who cooks your roast? For the last few years, we've been having it with my husband's family. So it's normally his mum. Last year, it was actually my sister-in-law's partner who did it. And it was very good. And they go all out. And what we're going to try and do this year, or what we have already done because this is now January, (laughs) is Christmas Eve is games night and like a buffet. 
So my husband and I are going to be doing the buffet. We're thinking like smoked salmon, cream cheese, cheese, crackers, Stunning. bitty bits, like charcuterie board, however you say it. Oh, yeah. Um, and board games. And then Christmas Day, everyone, I think his mum's taking over, but his my sister-in-law's partner has told us he's making like tapas canapes. Oh. So I think it's just going to be food fest, which I'm really excited for. And then Boxing Day, we're going for like a big walk in the local forest because it's got like all the Christmas oh, lights stunning. and everything. So yeah love a christmas walk yeah i always peak too early with christmas food mm. like i fall at the first hurdle where i open my stocking at 8am yeah. eat all of the chocolate in it and then i'm stuffed yeah i really need to learn and i'm hoping it comes with age yeah like how to just pace yourself because then you can't enjoy it like i feel sick by the end of yeah. the day <laughs> i just don't think that's sustainable and i think with christmas dinners as well it's always a lot more food than maybe you would like normally have for me anyway i'm just like keep loading that plate up yeah and when uh, we used to have christmas with my family it was, we would eat it at like 12, one o'clock, like very, very early Christmas lunches, I suppose. Mm. So I wouldn't eat anything because I knew food was coming. But since we've been having it with my husband's family, they're like a 3, 4 p.m. type oh, interesting. people. So just like you, in the morning, it's biscuits, sweets, all of the chocolate. And then it's like, oh, okay, I've got a roast to eat now. I will always power through and <laughs> eat like at least three or four more helpings. But you trooper. it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it is a it's a process yeah it's a journey well I hope you do get the Dyson Air up for Christmas I don't actually really need it or want it it's just like another uh, one of those TikTok things isn't it it's yeah. like you know of course I need a 500 pound tool that will do nothing in my hair because it falls out straight away yeah the FOMO side of things and I don't I don't actually really need or want anything I just like nice like candles tracksuit experience yeah maybe some trainers I don't really have anything on my list I don't think and actually I always know what I'm getting because I buy it for myself nice. and then everyone buys it off of me. Do you do shit gift? No. So this is what we do and it's actually quite fun. So my husband organises it and there's this website called like Elfster or something. Obviously, you're listening to this and this is absolutely useless information <laughs> to you until Christmas 2023. Hold, Hold this thought. <laughs> come back, save this episode and come back to it. And you put all of your family's name in or whoever you're doing. Um, it's like a secret Santa basically. Right. And then you get a name and then we have to buy that person like the shittest gift imaginable. Oh, amazing. Uh, so we kind of think about their personality, think about their likes and dislikes, and then we buy them the shittest gift imaginable. So, example, this was actually... I could, did this happen last year or the year before? Anyway, his mum had this weird, like, chicken ornament that right. was always in her kitchen, and every time we'd always used to rinse her about it because it was just so weird. Then, a couple of months later, you know, we'd just it was just always rinsing her about it. My husband and I went into a charity shop to have a little browse, and there was the chicken ornament. And it had to be his mum's because, like, nobody else has got this chicken ornament. So he had his mum for shit gift and he bought it back for her. <laughs> so, but somebody had, obviously, she'd passed on to somebody who'd used it and it smelt of cigarettes and we didn't wash it. We just wrapped it up in newspaper and just gave it back to her. Yeah. And she, yeah, it was just a very funny, I mean, it might have been you had to be there moment, but it felt very funny at the no, time. No, that is. What a great coincidence but, as yeah, well. That she tried to get rid of it and then it came back. Other like things we've done is his um, sister's partner is terrified of snakes. So we bought like a fake snake. So when he opened it, it was like, uh That's really fun. So, yeah, it's, it's very silly. I feel like that's where gift giving goes though. As you grow up, it's more just for the fun vibes. Yeah. Like, but you really have to like you have to get each other's personalities because some like sometimes in his family they're too kind 
So you don't want to give you like a like a savage shit gift. Okay. My husband and I are quite savage, but in like the most loving, best way. Yeah, that's yeah, our yeah. sense of humour. So sometimes like I think his mum or his dad got me one year and they just got it was just like a little scrunchie or something. And I was like, well, I quite like that. Oh <laughs> they just didn't <laughs> you want to upset you. They, yeah, they didn't want to upset me and be savage. But who have you got this year? His mum. Oh, mother-in-law. That's big pressure. <laughs> big yeah, so pressure. that's that's why I'm not. I'm like, I can't be savage. It's my mother-in-law. Yeah. But I, I can't be kind. That would defeat the purpose of shit gift. So mm. I'm gonna have to just dive into the, her psyche of what things she doesn't like: onions, garlic, for example. Yeah. I just see you've got to go a bit funny with yeah. a mother-in-law. Like, yeah. yeah, go for the. If in doubt, I think go yeah. go kind. But I also think my husband has me. Because normally we tell each other who we've got and help each other plan the shit gift. But when the names were revealed, I was like, oh, do you want to share who you've got? And he was like, nope. I was like, oh, you've definitely got me then. Oh, interesting. So let's see how savage he'll be. He did get me a little shit gift just randomly last year anyway, which was a mullet calendar. Stunning. So I have 12 months of mullets in the kitchen. I love that. Yeah. Coming to On Paper 2024, yeah. we're going to make a mullet <laughs> calendar as well. If you have a mullet, please apply within. See, I'm not a fan of tat. Mm. Like I just, if I get really annoyed and upset if someone gets me a gift that I didn't want. Yeah. Not because it's a wasted gift. I don't really care about gifts, but just because I'm like, I don't need it. it. It's not so useless to me. Yeah. I'm the same. As in, I don't mind tat if it's a thoughtful tat, as in if it's connected to my personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like, I saw this and thought of you. If it's sentimental, don't mind it. If it's just for the sake of it, I'm like, you've wasted your money. You've wasted my time. No, I'm not Please leave my life. No, but do you know what I mean? Like, you can tat, sentimental tat is really kind and thoughtful, but tat for tat's sake, I'm like, you should have, yes. you know, saved your money and it could have gone on better things for other things. Yes. Because um, it's all about the thought, isn't it? Yeah. And Christmas nice is just, you know, everyone together, nice, good vibes. Yeah. So, um, moving on for Christmas, mm. 2023, obviously. Yep, let's just get into it. Let's just pretend we're in 2023, just in the mindset. I'm imagining myself, it's January. I don't feel quite so exhausted. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm feeling quite excited about what's to come. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just kind of trying to tap into that, yes. that zone. What are your thoughts and feelings for 2023 for your business and for you? Oh, well, 2022 has been a a good year and bad year in all different kinds of ways. Um, I think a lot of us in the online business space have found 2023 to just be a huge eye-opener. Some of us who started our businesses before 2020 are kind of just like, okay, things seem to be back to where they were. Some of us who started our businesses during the pandemic, it's just like, it feels like a totally new world now. So a lot of 2022 felt very, very difficult. for lots of different reasons. So I'm hoping that 2023 is just less difficult. Yes, I massively echo that, Mm. especially the start of the year. I found the start of 2022, I entered it like raring to go, all these plans, all these goals. And then just through a few different situations Mm. that are outside of my control, just didn't hit the ground running at all. I felt like I was standing still for most of the start of the year, just felt really kind of stilted, is Mm. that a word? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I just kind of felt like I was being held back. Yeah, it was a really weird start to the year. I mean, obviously the new year, new me vibe doesn't have to happen. But it's nice when you can join in with that energy because yeah. it's kind of infectious, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So yeah, I would echo that. I'd quite like to just be feeling, I'd, I'd quite like for nothing that memorable to happen. Yes, that would be nice. In the first few <laughs> months of 2023. Yeah. That would make me quite happy. Yeah. Just a bit boring. Just a bit boring. That's what we want. Just yeah. calming all of our ourselves, our nervous systems, mm. regulating back so we can have a bit more of a, a baseline. Things don't feel so up and down. Yeah. So sort of shaky. 
and go again. Yeah, I love that. Maybe no new prime ministers, no big announcements well, about the future of the world recession. Oh, yes. Yeah, and I think, you know, just for people in our community as well, just to have a bit more of calm for everybody. You know, just every, settle down for everybody. Yeah, chill vibes. Mm. What are your 2023 predictions for the online business space? Mm-hmm. I think 2022 saw, saw a lot of people taking big steps back from their online business because of, you know, wanting to go and find work again or wanting to go back to work so that they could have more, you know, stability. So maybe if things kind of level out again in 2023 maybe we'll see them coming and dipping their toes back in interesting Um, maybe people that stopped their businesses in 2022 maybe start them again or could go the complete other way and see even more people decide to take a step back yeah as as things kind of mellow out and settle again so that'll be really interesting to see how that goes yeah i wonder if it might be the latter Mm. i mean it'll probably be a combination of both right some people jumping back in some Mm. people stepping away yeah i can i i can understand people's desire at the moment for just a bit more stability because especially if you've been a business owner for the last few years it's been really hard Mm. and it's been quite draining and i can totally appreciate that the grass might be a little bit greener actually Mm -hmm. in the in the corporate employed world and yeah i can see the desire to do that and i think for the people that have done it it makes total sense yeah yeah and i love as well i feel like within that there's a lot of conversations happening around stepping away from a business doesn't have to be a bad thing i think i'd like to see more of that in 2023 like people feeling permission Mm. to scale back Mm -hmm. to simplify to stop Mm. you know any of the above because i just think the last few years have been so Mm. grow push hustle six figures blah 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 and i just think we're seeing that kind of die down a bit yeah which is really nice it's the whole girl boss thing isn't it and i suppose that when people then feel like okay well i'm no longer a girl boss because i want to take on part-time work or i want to go back into employment Mm -hmm. like there's a bit of a shame that then you know you're no longer a hashtag girl boss but is that it's not a real thing anyway and you can be your version of a hashtag girl boss in employment and have that stability so that you can do things outside of work that you enjoy Mm. you know there's your own ways of making what you want to do what you want to do if that makes sense like yeah taking that kind of pressure off to do the hustle grow push Mm. and just be like what if I don't actually want to do that what if I just want to chill yes not grow and sustain and ground and yeah completely also just feels like the noise in the online business space is just kind of chilling out 100% 100% like, it was so, so noisy, noisy. and yeah. I think especially end of 2020 and mm. 2021 was just huge and I you know I can speak for myself I probably contributed to some of that noise mm. like, like so many hot takes and big thoughts and it was great you know a lot of these conversations about ethical business and where the industry's going mm. it was all really valuable conversations or at least most of them were it's just quite nice now I feel like you can just kind of put your head down and do your job yeah and I feel like everything is cyclical right so when everything feels calm and nobody's kind of taking a stand for anything and everybody's just kind of very mellow and you know we're just going to try and stay Mm. in our own lane and do our own thing but then it's like something will happen it's like right you need to talk about this and you need to take a stand for this and you have to you know shout louder about this but then that gets really overwhelming and really tiring so then you're desiring to just be okay I'm just gonna stay in my own lane and do my own thing again yeah you know so I feel like it's quite cyclical and I feel like this 2021 and 2020 were very like shout loud do do this like this is the only way and this is the right way and very much this whereas I feel like in 2022 everyone's just like what if I just want to do my own thing? Mm. What if I just want to calm myself down a little bit and just yeah. take a tiny little step back, if not in a step back in a bad way, you know, just a, a chilled step back. Yes. Maybe 2023 we'll see the the big shouty and go, go, go drive again. Or, oh or maybe the world's gosh. changed too much for that. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind the big conversations and the standing for stuff. It's 
for me, the fact that it's usually triggered by someone doing something controversial, mm. it's just a bit exhausting. I'm like, can mm. we all just calm down? Yeah. Can people stop doing controversial things? Yeah. Can we all just stay in our lanes? Yeah. We do you. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll, we'll all do good things. Yeah. Nobody be bad. And then we'll all be just fine. trying our best. I know. I yeah. want, it's the drama, I guess. But mm. saying drama makes it sound like like it's not drama, but mm. it's just like everyone just chill. Yeah. Okay. Just, just stay stay in your own lane. Do yeah. your own thing. Keep doing your thing. Have your good intentions, and that's all you can be expected of, mm. isn't it? I wonder where Instagram will be by the end of this mm. year, because it's had a crazy old last six months yeah. right I feel like in 2022 it went from I think being people's kind of favourite platform so much traction really great to by the end of the year I mean I'm not going to be that person that says like it's dead because I don't think it mm. is like it's still being really valuable for me and my business but I've definitely changed my relationship with it or I'm kind of noticing it's behaving in a different way mm. and I just wonder a year on how will that have shifted mm. will Instagram have listened that's my hope and the platform works a bit better for con- for creators but I think when I put my business hat on you realise Instagram's a business mm. and they understandably will probably keep making the decisions that make them money curious to see how yeah. that pans out I just kind of feel like it's following Facebook's pattern in that mm. Facebook isn't dead but and there are still many many people that frequent Facebook every day and still use Facebook but the use of it has gone dramatically down and the time people spend on it is drastically down Mm. and I feel like that's the same pattern that Instagram's following and even though for years and years and years people have been telling Facebook clean up your act we don't want this it's too many ads it's too much this it's too much that they've not changed so why would they do it with Instagram Mm. and again I don't mean to be doom and gloom because actually even though I've lost like 5,000 followers in 2022 because I've kind of shifted my content my reach and engagement is like five percent of what it used to be i'm still converting as many sales Mm. if not more sales than i have in previous years so for me it's still a great platform for building the community cultivating that community and then you know working with that community in lots of different ways but the lack of vanity metrics the lack of likes reach views you know shout out story replies that's gone dramatically down and i i can only see that maybe getting worse again still Mm. across the board obviously there'll always be people that pop off and go viral and in in their own thing which is good but generally i see that going down more but i don't think it needs to mean that it will affect our businesses if that makes sense yeah makes total sense and you're right as long as those end metrics are there yeah of sales and business growth. Someone's just putting Instagram in its place a yeah. bit, isn't it? I wonder if by the end of the year, people will look at their marketing strategy. I'm just speaking this into existence because this is my hope. They'll see marketing strategy and not just instantly think mm. Instagram. Mm. I think Instagram is slowly being put in its place because mm-hmm. people are realising, oh, maybe it's not sustainable for this mm-hmm. to be my whole strategy. Maybe there's other platforms that will offer me different benefits too. My hope is actually in, it's quite a positive shift probably with Instagram because we'll learn to use it for what it's good for. Mm. But yeah, it's not about anything more than that. Yeah, it was just so easy before. And I think that's what we all kind of clung on to is that you could create a post, it would get loads of views, loads of attention, loads of comments, loads Mm. of likes, shares, saves. And you would assume that that is what correlated to your sales. Mm. But because we're taking that away, we're still getting the sales, maybe less, maybe more, but we've got nothing to correlate it to because Mm. we're like, well, you're not engaging with my content. And where have you come from? You're like, you don't like my Instagram posts. Yeah. But then I just also think about how I use Instagram now, again, in 2020 and 20. 2021 I'd be all of my like small business friends people in my network people in my community every day I would spend time liking posts sharing them to my stories commenting um chatting to people in dms like Mm. getting 50 dms a day of conversations because we were all at home and had nothing else to do yeah 
and and in 2022 that kind of has all kind of gone but that's me I don't comment on anyone's stuff I don't like mm. anyone's stuff I, I look at it and like it but I don't press like Interesting. and I think that a lot of us are just a bit fatigued with because we had so much social media exposure yeah that we're all just a bit like passively consuming now whereas in 2020 and 2021 we were actively consuming mm. and that for me is why sales for me isn't different but just how people are interacting with me on the platform is yeah, different completely so i'm with you in that it had forced me to really focus on my email list this year i've tried to dip in and out of tiktok i've had like months where i've been <laughs> super consistent and really good and then months with nothing i just can't be consistent with short form video yet um but it does force you to look outside of instagram because yeah. it doesn't feel as easy as it did absolutely yeah it's a bit annoying when it's not as easy but you know yeah. what it's what it is it's so what it is. lump it or what's the phrase love it or lump it lose yeah. it or lump lose it love it, like or, it or lump it sure whatever <laughs> get on with it basically yeah. i always say like it or lump it well listeners are you team <laughs> like it or lump it or are you team lump it or leave it let us know i'm team no fucking clue <laughs> speaking of tiktok yes I've got a prediction yeah, go. for my own TikTok. Yeah, go. This is the year that I become a TikTok influencer. Oh, wow. I'm just She's calling it. Big. Yeah. And it's going to be no business content. Absolutely nothing. Probably about 5% business You're content. You're going to be a TikTok lifestyle influencer. Yeah. Because wow. I've realised I think I could do it. You should be like the monochrome girl. Okay. And all of your content is just you living your best monochrome life. That could work. Yeah. I'm just reflecting on what's helped with the virality so oh, far. Yeah, I think yeah. we're going to lean into the Telling storytelling. <laughs> yeah, pro- probably. Of all the crazy things that happen. Yeah, yeah, probably. But who knows? Someone gave me a good idea for TikTok the other day, which is linked to that. They said you should do a week in the life of a business owner where every day you just show all your outfits because you just wear black every day. Nice. So, oh, that's a good angle. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's good. So what, 100k followers by the end of the year or more? Yeah, let's go 100k. Okay. Yeah. And you're going to have a video that's going to have 10 million views or more? Five. Five million. Okay. Yeah. Right. And on paper will have had a viral TikTok. <gasps> that would be amazing. That's that sells loads of stuff. So are you gonna I'm be calling. doing some on paper TikTok more? Yeah, but all under the same umbrella. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna go for a chaotic approach. Yeah, why not? Because I feel like I can afford to take my foot off the gas with Instagram mm. because my kind of word of mouth and brand yeah. and whatever, whatever is probably good enough to not need to keep putting, and I don't even put much out there anyway. Um, so I reckon if I took a couple of weeks off of Instagram, mm. started kind of getting my head in the tick, because once I'm in a zone, I'm oh, good. Yeah. And I just, I just think I could do it. Yeah. And I've seen all these posts of brands being like, TikTok's the best, you know, Lucy Hitchcock, TikTok's the best thing that's happened yeah, to me. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Yeah. We've got to jump on that. I mean, I, I've, you know, like I said, I've jumped in and out of TikTok. Whenever I have been on it, it has resulted in business, which has been great. Mm. Or, you know, new leads to my email list and all that stuff. So it, I know that the, the power is there. And, you know, in terms of engagement rate compared to Instagram, it's so, so much better. I just think because I've just got such this habit with Instagram of like open the app, check the DMs, watch people's stories, yeah. close it, open the app, da, 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 over and over. I haven't yet got the TikTok tic-tac <laughs> tic-tac habit in that tic-tac is like my treat so at the end of my working day i'm like oh time for tic-tac and then i'll go uh, in and watch like 20 minutes half an hour and then come back out of it yeah but it's not the app that i go in check go in check so i haven't built the habit yet whereas on instagram i can bosh together a carousel put up a set of stories and it will sell and it mm. will connect and it will generate like really good conversations with people really easily I haven't got that with TikTok yet. And I wish I could. Because I feel like TikTok video content is so much easier than Instagram video content. Yes, I would agree. I mean, I put up a TikTok last night. This is like 10 minutes. Mm. She's done. I mean, granted, no one's watched it, but you know. <laughs> only took me 10 minutes, so yeah. not much time was lost. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I think it is about building a habit. Mm. Where, like, like you said, I can. I don't really think twice showing up on Instagram. Mm. I show up from the camera and I'm like, cool, yeah, it's just natural. Record a story, it? off we go. Whereas TikTok, it just it's a new muscle, mm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. it? Just feels a bit sticky. Yeah, but I do feel like TikTok are building better features than Instagram. So like TikTok Shop. If you do have a product-based business and you can get yourself on TikTok shop, like that seems to be the thing that they're focusing on next mm. year, like e-commerce. So for any e-commerce brands, it feels like that it's a good place to be. Um, I mean, they've nailed it where yeah. Instagram's issue is that brands who are using it to promote their shops don't make Instagram direct money. Mm. TikTok have nailed it where they're like, well, we'll help people get reach organically. We're just going to take commission. Yeah. You just put it through our shop and we'll make it so easy for people to buy. Yeah. It's genius. It is, yeah. I and mean, I bought something on there the other day. I don't know if it's going to turn up. Let's see. I feel very much like <laughs> I might be scammed. I did buy it on my credit card out of fear. Um, but I mean, if it works, I'm going to be thrilled. Mm, what was it? Are you allowed to share? Uh, it's an advent calendar for my mum. Yeah. It's like a beauty one. Oh, nice. Because she deserves it. She yeah. just never treats herself. And I feel like TikTok have got good partnerships with brands as well. Like I've heard people getting really good offers on like Charlotte Tilbury and mm. some bigger brands are starting to sell directly through there as well, which I know is what Instagram wanted to get a lot of brands selling through them, but they could just never make it. Like, when do you ever click the shop tab on Instagram? Yeah, never. Never. Whereas because it's inbuilt into TikTok and it pops up yeah. with the videos, it's just, it's so, just smart. Easy. Yeah. so smart. Yeah. So smart. The only bit I find weird about TikTok shop is the QVC lives. Yeah. Have you seen those? I think that's going to be a big thing. If you ever go on LinkedIn, well, you're on LinkedIn all the time, but I always get sent like TikTok jobs and every TikTok job, um, that comes up is all about QVCS, like live shopping. Really? So I think that's going to be really big. I just find it amazing that it works. Because yeah. when I stumble on the live videos, I'm just watching out of amusement because I'm like, yeah. this is so weird. Yeah, like, yeah. you're literally stood there going, yeah, guys, this electric scooter is only £50 a day. Bye, bye, bye. And yeah. I'm like, who? But like, it's obviously working. Yeah, it's like the old markets. Like when you used to go through old like street markets and there'd be two for a pound and over here, two yeah, for a pound. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a bit like that, a bit shouty. Completely. But I do find there's some brands that have absolutely nailed it and made those live shopping experiences they've hired celebrities like sometimes I'll be scrolling through and there's like a ex-Love Island celebrity doing yeah. it and I'm like is this your brand are you doing this for somebody's brand but it makes you stop they're very and, smart and watch it so mm. yeah what is one marketing tip you would give people for 2023 oh, you're asking me this at the end of December when, or beginning of December my brain is fried okay marketing um, the big thing that I've definitely noticed in 2023 is around messaging i know we spoke a little bit about this earlier is that as your buyers especially if you're you know I, i've helped mainly like service-based businesses course creators and coaches and people like that as your clients are becoming more discerning you know that maybe they have less time than they had in 2020 to like buy all your courses and and work with you on like loads of different things or they had to reprioritize where their investments go as buyers are becoming more discerning they're really starting to pick have to pick and choose yeah i can't work with everyone and take everyone's courses and, and you know do everything so they're having to pick and choose and i'm what i'm seeing is that the people that have the really clear clear obvious simple concise messaging mm. are, are still um you know managing to grow their business grow their client base and those that haven't quite got that nailed as in they don't you know maybe they're multi-passionate maybe they want to service like loads of different clients and maybe they have loads of different ideas mm. and maybe you know everything is kind of like wants wants to help everyone with everything are finding it a little trickier to um market and sell to their clients so i think my marketing tip for 2023 is tidy up tighten up your messaging to make it as simple and clear as possible and easy to consume as possible who you are what you do what you sell how you help 
I love that. That's yeah. great advice for any time. Yeah. What about you? Damn it. <laughs> you <laughs> asked the question back. Right back at you. Um, if I was speaking to a business owner who's starting from scratch right now, I don't know that I'd recommend they go on Instagram. Because I just, it just looks really hard Mm. to start. I think I'm, you know, we're both in good positions where we've got brands and audiences we've already built. I think I find it really difficult to start from scratch on Instagram. So I think my biggest tip is not not have Instagram, but focus equally, if not more, on the other ways you're going to build exposure. I think organic reach to new audiences is on the decline. So what I'd encourage people to think about is like strategic collaborations. Mm -hmm. Um doing free stuff that gets you exposure, getting features, you know, doing the kind of things that get you in front of other people's audiences Mm. in a more, uh, I guess it's a more reliable way, right? Like one of the biggest things that helped my business grow in the early days was I just did a lot of free workshops for people's communities. It was a great way to grow because I didn't have to rely on kind of unpredictable algorithms. Mm -hmm. Like I could just quite easily go after that. And I think those marketing techniques which I, I don't think we always think of as marketing, but it is, yeah. would be something for people to focus on this year. I love that. And actually, this is something that Amanda Perry said to me earlier in the year. She's We, we were talking about 2022 and what we thought the business landscape would look like and what our predictions were. And something that she said to me that stuck with me all year is that we need to go back to doing unscalable things. Yeah. And I felt like 2021, 2020 were the year of scaling. So we all got into like, you know, delegate and make everything really scalable and take all our hands off so that we can grow, grow, grow. And actually bringing it back down to things that are more unscalable. So exactly mm. like you said, there's only so many live events that you can do for free. There's only so many people that you can do workshops for. So it's not as scalable, but it's a new avenue to explore. And I worked with a client recently who was talking about like, how am I going to get the reach for this? How am I going to get the exposure? How am I, how am I going to enroll so many people? And when we actually broke it down to like her revenue goals, so how many people she mm needed to work with it was actually a very very minute number to maximize her financial goals and she had those exact people already in her network Mm. so I was like text them text them now and say this is what you're doing and this is how you can help them and she was booking people like so it's going back to that like Mm. unscalableness of like I love what things did we used to do when we were building our businesses like something I used to do when I used to use Facebook loads was join lots of Facebook groups and just help people and then if they were like oh this is amazing this is so helpful where can I find you I'd be like oh join my membership Mm. and that that grew my membership but it was completely unscalable because it would take me 10-15 minutes a day you know I couldn't do that 100 minutes a day you know and I think what's at the heart of all those quote-unquote unscalable activities is they're very people focused to me I just see marketing coming back to it being about people, mm. which is what it should be, right? It's connecting mm. with people, it's building relationships with people. So yeah, I think that would be an interesting thing for this year. My other hope and prediction in line with that is that we have more networking this yeah. year. Just hasn't come back since COVID in the way that I expected no. it to. I know we talk about this a lot, like, is it because people don't want it or just because no one's hosting it? Mm. But I'd really hope to see more opportunities for business owners to connect in person yeah. this year. I think there's a huge appetite for that because it's just about being around people where you can have conversations that you can't have because it gets misconstrued in a DM or misconstrued in a comment. Mm. When you can have it in person, it's a lot more personable. And 
then you can get the bigger picture and and you yeah. know we are, we're all zoom fatigued aren't we like I can't do I can't even think of doing another zoom quiz no. for as long as I live but put me in a room for a pub quiz yeah give me a bit of that that'd be great so I'm with you I really hope that there is more in-person stuff mm. and more in-person like networking in 2023 just to get that connection back yeah and so many of the business owners that would have started in the last couple of years won't have had that no. ever you know that's that's how we met mm. was in person connection and networking I just couldn't see how my business could be where it is today mm. without that in-person relationship building yeah so yeah I'm, I'm starting to feel like maybe I'm just gonna have to start hosting things because I keep going you do so who's gonna do it <laughs> someone needs to do you. it and I'm yeah. like yeah probably gonna happen so yeah. and I love space. what you said about the strategic partnerships as well because that's another thing that a lot of new business owners don't even think about putting you know connecting with somebody and being like why don't we partner up on this like mm. beginning of um 2020 when reels came out we were like right both of our communities need help with this why yeah. don't we jump on and just do a project together and we did a workshop and we did that free account and we added so many people to our community mm. just through that and we just knew you have the idea i have the idea rather than do it competing why not just do it together and we you know we share our audiences all the time when we've done like the podcast together or we've done like lives together or you've been in my community i've been in your communities um that's another way of marketing that people just don't even completely know is available to them, but it, mm, it is. I love that. So more diverse and in-person, yeah. people-centric, non-scalable marketing. Yes. I love that. To end us, to end us? Ooh, does that make sense? Not end us. To end, we're, we're together forever, yeah. Not to end, <laughs> and also it's the start of the year. So yeah. positive vibes. Let's share Ooh. one thing that we would like to achieve Ooh, this year. Gosh, don't put me on the spot, right? Okay, I'll, I can say mine first. This year, obviously, aside from my TikTok virality and influencer status, <laughs> the irony, watch me not post a TikTok all year. I, shall I do one for each business? I'll oh, do yeah, one for each business. Do. Oh my gosh, I might be able to have announced it by then. The thing that you know about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I can talk about that. There's one thing mm. that I can't talk about, but I will talk about soon. And for on paper, I would love to be in wholesale next year. Ooh. Like I'd love to walk into Paper Chase. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. Oliver Bonus. Urban Outfitters, Oliver Bonus. Yeah. I just feel like, there That's she is. That's my baby. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it'd be a cool moment. That'd be very cool. So that's that's one of my goals for this year. Nice. How about you? I would like to, I'm going to go ambitious here. I would like to help a thousand mm -hmm. course creators or coaches to get their course or program ideas off their to-do list and into launch. Amazing. So they can, my my favorite thing that I say at the moment is I like to help people who help people. Yeah. And I want to, and you know, the course creators and coaches that I work with, I don't work with other marketing and business coaches and course creators. They're fertility nutritionists. They are embroiderers. They're florists. They're gardeners. Like they have all of these lovely passions that they could share with their communities. So if I can give them the tools to do that, mm. I think about like my impact on them helps them impact their yeah. communities and it goes on and on and on. So very special is that a thousand people like paying to work with you how do you measure that just anyway not not like free so like into like a core into yeah, like yeah, a free that's what course I mean. like, or into a paid course yeah yeah because yeah. this year i feel like it's it's a few hundred you know if i think if i add my free stuff as well yeah it's, it's probably a few hundred ne nearing a thousand yeah so i'm not going to go into a hundred thousand tiktok followers type <laughs> type level um but i feel like that's doable i love that yeah. well you're gonna have to come back for the final shit chat of the year and we'll um we'll I will, review i will remember nothing that i've said oh. i'll have to listen to the episode again <laughs> two minutes before rewatching it and then be like oh yeah i forgot i said that and we'll see how many of our predictions came true yeah amazing Yay. well thanks for joining me thanks for having me happy 2023 everyone yay 
have a great start to the year and here's to a good one. I can't even fathom being excited for 2023 right now. I'm fucking shattered. Exhausting. <laughs> Maybe I, like re-record the ending to it yeah. in January. So yeah. it's more like, woo, let's go. Just like drink some caffeine and then yeah. record the ending again. Mm.